please make sure that your seatbelt securely fastened. At this time, I ask that all portable electronic devices be turned off. Thank you. Do you want me to start? No. Well. I don't. I don't know what you. I don't want to take. I don't want to steal your uh, mojo. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Welcome back for another episode of Vagabond Exchange. That's right. This is episode number three. Yes, three. Right. Trace for those of you listening in Mexico. <laughs> right. Sure. Because we got lots of Mexican listeners. We're still. Uh, I've been checking our. Vagabond Exchange at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Email on a daily basis. And we're getting lots of emails. Yep. Really? I mean, I don't, I don't show them. They're not popping up. But in my imagination, we have a lot. <laughs> I think so. They're probably just written in invisible ink. That's probably it. That's right. So. It's Father's Day. It is Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Did you call your father and wish him a happy? I did call my father. He did. Yes. And wished him a happy Father's Day, among other things. Were you, did your siblings call him as well? Uh, I believe they did. One of them, at least, I know, called him. Your older, your... My youngest brother. Youngest. So let's talk about the Emily family hierarchy. There are three siblings in my family. I'm the oldest, and I have two younger brothers. My youngest sibling and I are on the same level as far as consideration factors towards <laughs> our parents go. And then our middle sibling, he does okay. Has he always, has it always been that way? Yeah. Is it? Okay. It's always been because that way. he's, he, of the three of you, he's the one that's married with a, a child. And but he, he hasn't always been married with a child. And he has always been that way, kind yes. of. Yes. All right. He's a little more, uh, he, he's uh, got a lot usually going on with himself that keeps him away from other things. I'm going to stop now. That's not polite. One day he's going to hear this show and he's going to... It doesn't mean I love him any less. Right. And he probably makes up for it in other ways. Exactly. His charm and guile make up for it. Right. Right? Did you call your dad? Um, Enough about me. It's funny. Yesterday I decided to go just see an afternoon movie and my Mm -hmm. dad works on Saturday afternoons. Right. So after the movie, I drove by to see if he was still at work, and he was. He happened to be coming out of work, like r- right when I pulled up. So I took him to lunch and that wished nice him a happy Father's Day. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. He this took me around to all the people at his job and introduced me. So, wow. Yeah. That's fun. It's nice I'm to have a parent to do that. that's proud of you, isn't it? It is nice. That Rather is than nice. one that goes, what are you doing here? Exactly. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we're like sh- hustles you out the back door. <laughs> yeah, not that either of us know what that's like. Right. That's great. And your dad's local. My dad so is local. So it's nice that you can hang out with him when you want. My dad is not local. He's he very lives. non-local now. He's yes. Even he lives less local than he used to be. Many many miles away. Yeah. Yes. But he's having a good time. That's so that's good. important. So he's. Oh, that's good. That is good. So we <clears throat> we decided. Um, for this episode that we're just going to kind of wing it. Right. Because we don't really have... Because before we weren't winging it at all, but you're totally structured, right? Well, we were... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Somewhat structured. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we don't really... Like this week, there are only a couple of things that kind of 
peeved me. Really? But nothing that really... And to be honest, there was one thing that happened today, actually, because we went to see... We will talk about the movies that we saw this week. Yeah, we will. We will. Can we talk about the fact that it's a thousand degrees in Nashville, Tennessee? Uh, podcast listeners, Vagabond Exchange loyalists, do not visit Nashville in the summer. You will regret it as soon as you get off the plane. Probably before you get off the plane. As soon as that door opens. Whew. It's sweaty very, Betty up in here. Yeah. Because it's not only hot, it's very humid. Right. I mean, Which leads me to one of my all-time favorite weather quotes. What's that? It's not just the heat. It's the humidity. Well, the, it's not the heat. It's the humidity. It's the humidity. Because if you go to it's true, it's Las true. Vegas... It's comfortable. It's, At least I don't mind it. Right. I was out there, it was 117, and it felt like was nowhere as oppressive as it is here right. during the summer. You so. feel as though you've, like, as soon as you walk outside, you feel as though you've stepped into, like, a steaming hot sauna bath. Right. Like, you feel a little moist and not in a good way. Right. <laughs> right. It's, there's a lot of crotch wetness. <laughs> a lot of things getting stuck to my thigh that I'd rather not... <laughs> have <laughs> that's great yeah yeah so you see a lot of guys doing kind of the the shift uh-huh. and it's interesting the as if they don't normally do that enough as it is <laughs> anyway plus i i take more showers during the summer season than right. i'm usually a two shower a day kind of guy but mm-hmm. during the summer it could be three could be more right depends on what you got going on right i understand totally yeah so yeah not Summer's not a really great time to come to Nashville, but um, if you want to come in, I'd say autumn. Autumn's the best time to come to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Get out, go to the Smokies. It's very pretty. Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, but the the thing that I was going to say, the thing that peeved me today yeah. was we went to a movie and there was someone sitting either directly behind us or two rows behind us, but she's digging in her mm-hmm. bag of popcorn like she's bagging groceries yes like it was her last meal on earth right and that i don't understand why it takes that much effort to get one or two kernels of popcorn out of why do you have to do so much rustling in the bag to get the food out <laughs> well popcorn's heavy first of all <laughs> second of all it's difficult to find kernels in the dark not only was she rustling around in her popcorn bag, at some point in time, I don't know what kind of kung fu move she was doing that caused her chair to make a really loud, like, flop, flop, flop sound. Right. But I did actually do, like, the glare over my shoulder, which is my trademark move. And she was two rows behind us to our right. Just so Yeah. You know. Well, I did it initially when she first oh, started did? wrestling <gasps> in her bag. You both gave her the evil glare? Yeah. That's Because I, I hate that. I don't yeah, see why it's necessary to make that much noise to eat. Yeah, and she was also uh, squeaking her straw... Did you hear that on the like? You know how when you get a plastic lid on your on the top of your cup, right? And you move the straw in and out, it makes like a squeaky like or sound. She right. was doing that too. I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't hear that. But I think she was older. I don't know if you ever like saw her. Like older than what? Like in maybe her sixties or like a senior citizen. Okay. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Gee, I got a frog, like a little old frog in my throat. That was me. Was that you? I felt it. Oh. Was it you? Did, we do, it the, did we do it at the same time? I don't know. Anyway. But anyway, but... It, she was annoying. There were a couple of annoying things happening in the 
the movie because somebody like just decided to go out the exit that leads outside. Yeah, I thought someone came in. I couldn't figure out what's happening. All I saw, and we we went this afternoon, so it was still like bright and sunny outside, and you're in the dark, dark movie theater, and it's like, what? Sunlight. And then, like the manager and a couple workers came in, and they were like talking a little bit. So inappropriate. It all interferes with one's enjoyment of the film, but um. Yeah. I had a couple things that irritated me today, actually. Today? Yeah, I, I was thinking about it, too, because I was thinking about talking about it. You know what irritates me, William? What, Emily? <laughs> when you're walking down the sidewalk and there's, like, a couple or, like, just a two, twosome, like, two people. Mm-hmm. And, they, like, whoever is on the left side doesn't take the bye, so you have to, like, squeeze past them or, like, What do you wait. mean, take the bye? I mean, like, one of them doesn't go in front or behind the other person so oh, that so like that if it's a si- if it's a sidewalk where there's two people and for example the sidewalk where I was walking there was a brick wall on one side of me right. and a railing it wasn't like I could step off onto the grass right right like I would have been like sandwiched between these people and the railing and there was a group that passed me and the thing that surprised me actually was there were four women in the front of the group and all of them like they were walking two by two and all of them the woman on the left move behind the other woman so they walk single file there were two men behind them neither of them moved i literally had to like flatten myself against the side of the wall for the two men to pass and they were at least in their 50s so they should have known better is that what you're saying i'm I'm just saying like yeah well yeah they should have been around long enough to know like hi it's rude not to like get over on the sidewalk and then there was nowhere for me to go right and so i made like this exaggerated like movement out of it and i was like oh, excuse me which i like yeah. to say well that annoys me like if you're walking through uh um the mall or something and people yeah. are walking three across right right and one either you're trying to pass them you know go around yeah. them or I just don't understand, or you're going towards them, and there's no way to get around them. Exactly. I don't understand. Like, what are they thinking? Right. Like, what do they think is going to happen? Right. Some it, trap door's going to open, and you can just, like, there's an underground tunnel you can sink into? Right. Yeah, I don't... Where, but, where are you going to... I really don't get that. Where are you going to go? Yeah. Maybe you just, you fly over them. I don't, it's a, irritating a to me. It's just rude. It's just like the people that go to uh, grocery stores when they're grocery shopping and they just stop their cart right in the middle of the aisle. And park it, like, sideways? Yeah. Yeah, usually they have, like, six kids, too, which I enjoy. Right. Well, like the Publix, they have this big green, like, cart that you can fit two or three kids in. It's huge. It's got, got like, for those of you who don't know what Publix is, because I'm from the Midwest, we don't have Publix. You don't have Publix? Mm -mm, No. Uh, It's a a grocery store chain in the South. Kind of like the Mid-South down to, like, Florida. It's very nice stores. Like, I love Publix. What's, it's the only store I'll go to. What's the equivalent the in Michigan? Uh, ooh, we don't have as good of an equivalent. And people will know what I'm talking about because, like, Publix has a, like, fantastic bakery. Their deli is subpar. Their produce is amazing. Always, like, fantastic and fresh and great. Their house brand Publix stuff, hands down. I will not buy. Like, if there's a Publix alternative, I'll buy it. Because yeah. I've never been disappointed with Publix products. I actually right? bought some fudge and marshmallow cookies because I couldn't find Malamars. So I bought the Publix brand, and it was just as good. Exactly. But you cheaper. know what I read one time about that? 
was that um, it was in the example that they used was Frito Frito late or Fritos like the corn chips Fritos, mm-hmm. and that the Fritos whoever packages those Frito Lay I guess that they actually um, like they sell they, they'll bag everything up and then there's always like extra that kind of comes off the conveyor belt. That's what they bag and sell as house brands for stores. Really? It's the same exact exact chip. I read that somewhere. It could be wrong, but... So I could actually be... No, I'm not eating Malamars, because they have an actual shape to them. Yes, that's true. And what's true. coming out is... What I, what's coming in the bag is different, yeah, Malamars. but I'm not a huge fan just of marshmallow glue. You don't like s'mores? I, mm, they're not my favorite. Like, I don't mind them, but I'd rather... I don't like melty marshmallows as much as I like just like a regular marshmallow. Well, you know, we're kind of going on a little retreat in a week or so. You and I. Oh yeah, yeah, we are. Wouldn't going we on be? A, isn't there like we might an area where we could make s'mores? There might, we might have an opportunity to do that. Yeah. I could see about that. Um, what were we talking? Oh, the big Publix. Yes. Because so I was going to say Meyer. Yeah, Meyer. But it, it's more like a Walmart up there, right? Yeah, and Publix is truly just a grocery. Right. Like they don't have like clothes and do stuff. Do you have Kroger? We do have Kroger, but it's not as nice. Publix is just a nice... It's clean. It's well lit. There's no foul odors. I'm big on my... Seriously, I'm big on, like, grocery store aesthetics. Like, if I walk in the front door and it smells like old produce, you've lost me as a customer forever. Or at least until it's not convenient for me to drive to Publix. Which does happen. So, anyway, what were we even talking about with groceries? Big green. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like the the big green grocery cart is like, there's like a front part of it that has steering wheels. And little kids can like sit inside of it as though they were steering the cart. Right. But they're huge. They're like twice the size of a regular cart. And, of course, it gives like every mother with children like carte blanche to act like a fool with their groceries. Yeah. It's irritating. And you know what else is that? I went to a Publix in a suburb of Nashville, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people in the, um, they're not wheelchairs, but the motorized little... Amigos? Is that what they call? yeah. they're called? Yeah, Amigo. You, huh. Seriously, look it up. Does it have a... It has well, like a basket on the front, it's right. motorized, yeah, Amigo. But I, I thought that that was just for people disabled or... Handicapped right. or wounded, yeah. Yeah, but, but you see, like, teenagers on them. Well, I saw, like, I'd say 15% of the people in the store were in that thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, just zooming around. It reminded me of the um, Wally movie. Remember in Wally? Oh, with where the everybody, people. Yeah, they were all cruising around in these things. And right. I just wonder if people are just getting to the point where they're so lazy. Probably. So I found that a bit disconcerting. That is. Yeah. Did you uh, try to foil their plans and somehow derail the amigos no i just gave him dirty looks you put your dirty look i don't think Threw i've a ever bag seen of, that a bottle of pickles at him <laughs> that's painful yeah. dodge that seriously what's your dirty look this is interesting to me <laughs> that goes over real well on the podcast it does go over real well if you could see it you'd be really upset right now let's do sign language now <laughs> ready <laughs> yeah right all right so nonetheless, uh, that's all I can think of that's irritating me today. So people walking. Yeah, like move over. Right. Let people let people pass. Like I don't mind hopping over to the grass. Like I'm not above that, but um, it does bother me. Like if there's really nowhere else to go. Right. It's three seconds. Seriously, back yeah. it up. And learn how to eat your 
popcorn, popcorn in a quiet fashion. Yep. How was your week? Um, my week went well. I not that anybody would really care, but I have my. I've been talking to you about how I'm supposed to be getting this promotion yes. at my workplace. Yes. And it's going through. It's just got to be great. signed. So That's exciting. Congratulations. Yep. It should be a company-wide announcement. Very nice. Very nice. This is good. Yeah, and it's a... Uh, it's been a long time coming. A non-raise promotion. So those hey. are always great. We're not complaining about no raises this year, my friend. Because we have jobs. And that's a lot true. Of people that's true. And, you know, Tennessee is now... 10.7 unemployment mm-hmm. rate. So, so we are lucky. Yep. Michigan's, I think, of above 11 now. Yeah. So. For those of you who don't know, I'm a native Michigander. So right. That's why we talk about Michigan, not just because we picked a state to talk about. And if you started listening to the show from the beginning, you would know that. But not that we're berating anyone, because <laughs> if they've just joined in, I'm only fine. saying this because no one's listening. <laughs> Everyone's listening. Yeah. They're just busy people. But if you'd like to tell us where you're from, you could email us at uh, vagabondexchange at gmail.com. That's our... Are you being attacked? Yes. And our, our uh, honorary third member of the Vagabond Exchange is William's cat, Charlie. You'll hear us talk about him right now. <laughs> right now, he's literally attacking him. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What he's got his nails in his teeth embedded in my foot. Well, he bit my shit earlier. I don't know what his problem is. I think you haven't been showing him enough attention. I, yeah, well. Too bad? So yeah. sad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. It's, I can hear him actually attacking you. It's because he... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm good now. I wonder if our Vagabond Exchange listeners have cats that they could tell us cat stories about. I'm sure they do. Why did you or just do. cross your eyes? No, there's a, oh, I see. There's a, a little, little net bug in front of me. Well, there you go. Oh. What? Since we're just winging it, we mm-hmm. can just come out with anything spontaneously. Did you see the news this week about Morgan Freeman? I didn't. Tell me. Apparently, he's having, and I only read this a couple of days ago, so it may have changed in the last couple of days, but right. he's having an affair with... Uh, or has been having an affair for a number of years with his granddaughter. His step, what? His step-granddaughter. Morgan Freeman? Yeah. That's terrible. And I just, yeah. Are we sure it's true? I'm not sure if it's true. With his was, step-granddaughter? Yeah. She, and she's like uh, 27, I think. And oh, from what so I read, it's been going on since she was like a oh, like teenager. teenager. But I don't know how. I mean, I read it on the yeah. uh, Huffington oh. Post, so it's... It pretty could, reliable. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That really stinks. Yeah. He's married still, right? Um, not. I'm not sure because when he had his when he had that accident in he Memphis, he was well, he, he was married, but he was not like with his wife. And I think maybe divorce proceedings started after that, but I'm not sure. I don't know. That's really terrible. Yeah. Well. Well, you think it's good? You're I don't like think smirking it's, over there. What's? I don't think it's good, but when I first read it, I just read granddaughter. Now that would have been awful. Mm-hmm. Step granddaughter, they're not really related. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's still bad, but it's mm-hmm. not as horrible as. What if it's genuine she's, what incest? What if she's been his step granddaughter since she was two months old? Well, right. Well, then you have a Woody Allen situation. 
and that seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah, okay. Anyway. So, what else happened this week? Nothing happened to me. No? Mm-mm. You had a friend in town. I did have a friend in town, actually. It was very lovely. Uh, one of my dear friends, who lived here for a period of time, but has since moved to Baltimore, came back for a visit, and we had a lovely time. So if you get a chance to visit Nashville, um, be sure to check out uh, South Street Bar and Grill. It's a lovely little establishment over in the Vanderbilt University area. And speaking of Vanderbilt University, if you recall a couple weeks ago, we talked about um, the Vanderbilt police unit and how serious they are. And you said that you had never seen I them pull anyone over. Referred to them as runner cops. Right, yeah. right. Which they in fact are not runner cops. <laughs> which we discussed. Not runner cops in the sense of like most uh, college security, and right. that it's their school employees. I mean, these are actual like Metro Police. I did find that out. I googled it after our okay. this incident happened. And after after we had that that podcast, I actually saw that they had pulled someone over. So they mean business, right? So my friend and I were uh, coming back, and the good thing was I had not had any beers that evening. That is good. So not that I would ever have beers and drink, but, you know, even right. just one is one too many. So anyway, we're driving through kind of a – it's actually uh, in an area called Music Row. If you ever get a chance to visit Nashville, it's where all of the uh, recording studios and record labels are housed. It's a two-block section. So we were driving there um, back to my place, and uh, – I um I was just driving down the street and all of a sudden I heard whoop, whoop, and uh, my friend thought it was hilarious that I was being pulled <laughs> over and I was like what I, I I had seriously had no idea what was happening like usually and I've not haven't really been pulled over that many times but I think like the two other times it's happened I've known exactly why I've been pulled over and it's for speeding right. and it wasn't speeding it was very like stop and go residential and so. You know, I pull over, whatever, and he's, like, got his lights flashing. And the Vanderbilt police officers don't screw around. Like, they drive uh, Dodge Chargers. Those are those are their, like, police-issue vehicles. Right. So it's, like, these, like, badass. For those of you who watch The Shield, Vic Mackey drove a Dodge Charger, like, the last four seasons, and he was, like, a corrupt cop. So it's very, like, intimidating. So, I, you know, i like, gathering all my information, trying to, like, not be flustered and while my friend is, like, in hysterics next to me with the fact that I've been pulled over. What did you do? Do you have drugs? What's going on? At what point <laughs> would she have stopped laughing? When the cop got to the window, which is what I discovered. Oh, okay. She laughed the whole time. The laugh the whole time I was looking for myself, laughed after he took my information. So, anyway, he comes. And first of all, this is what irritates me about when cops pull you over. They stand, like back behind you a little bit. They'll right. stand at your window, but kind of behind your left shoulder. So you have to, like, crane your neck to make eye contact with them. And I'm always like, okay, am I supposed to sit and stare straight ahead and answer their questions? Do I turn around and make eye contact? Like, it's very uncomfortable, which I'm sure is on purpose. Right. And so they don't it's get probably shot. harder yet. Exactly. And so, um, so he comes up and he's like, ma'am, I'm officer such and such, which I never had an officer introduce himself when he's pulled me over. So I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, which is literally what I said. Right. So anyway, um, he's like, um, do you know, he didn't say it like in the typical cop fashion. Do you know, do you know I'm I pulled from? you over? But he said something like, do you know I'm here today or something like that? And I was like, I sure don't. And he said, you, um, you ran that stop sign back there. And I was like, really? Because I stopped. I mean, I guess I didn't come to like it's a full. a rolling stop. Exactly. Apparently. I don't even, like, I didn't even remember it. That's how, like, insignificant it was. 
And so um, I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, I remember running that stop sign. So I had, like, I had all my papers ready, so I was very proud of myself. So I, like, handed my registration and my license and my proof of insurance, and he takes it. And Kate's, of course, my friend, Kate, is, like, hysterical laughing because she thinks it's funny. She's like, you ran a stop sign. Ha, ha, ha. It's very So he could have you out of the car beating you like Rodney King. She would have thought it was hilarious. And and part of the reason she thought it was hilarious was because she went to Vanderbilt. And so she had, like, a lot of party time stories about Vanderbilt police busting people up and chasing drunks around the campus and things like that. So it was very, very funny for for her to see one, her friend get pulled over. And so he came back to my car and he said, "Um, I'm not going to issue you a citation for running the stop sign today. And I was like, okay. It was very, just very bizarre because the whole incident probably lasted five minutes. It was almost like a formality. And I kind of think he might have thought I was a kid or something because I drive kind of a car that kids usually drive. It's a small little compact that just gets me. I'm not a big car person, so I just buy, like, the cheap thing that gets me from point A to point B without breaking down. And so I think he probably thought I was, like, some college kid because he said, do you work for Vanderbilt? And I said, no. (laughs) Why would that be your natural assumption? Because I'm driving around the Vanderbilt campus. I must be from Vanderbilt. So then I like I had like diary of the mouse so I go on to explain like where I work and what I do and he was like, Oh, okay. Like gotta go. <laughs> My time with you's done. You know, just be careful, that's what he told me. Well that's pretty good that he it was nice, didn't yeah. give you a ticket. Yeah, which I I really don't think I I mean I at least paused the stop sign. It's not like I like blew through it. Really. Right. There were no other cars I'm totally justifying it right now, but for all intents and purposes, I did not roll that damn stop sign. Right. Anyway. Well, I would think that if you're a part of the Metropolitan Police mm-hmm. of Nashville and you got to put up with, you know, college students, you know, especially, well, I don't want to put down Vanderbilt, but, I, you know. What? William like Vanderbilt, would the feel, Harvard uh, of the South. Is it? Did you know that? It's the Harvard of the South. The first time I came to visit Nashville, we went on a tour and uh, our very, very southern driver informed us that Vanderbilt is the Harvard of the South. And my mom, who was with me at the time, said, uh, according to Vanderbilt? <laughs> Which made me laugh. <laughs> it's a good anyway, school. Anyway, it was a good school. I'm sorry. And I totally interrupted you, and that's rude. So continue. No, I was just think- thinking that if you had to put up with rude yeah, kids rude, all the time, kids. yeah, entitled kids, yes, that you would have kind of a a chip on your shoulder and then anybody you pulled over you would just be like writing tickets right. left and right it's got to be a frustrating job so the fact that he let he was you go, very nice i have to say that he was very nice yeah not cocky I, you know i'm expecting like ma'am blah 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 but he yeah. was fine i haven't been pulled over in about i've been pulled over twice in my my life and the last time was probably four years ago, years ago. <laughs> In my 50 years on this earth. <laughs> Four years ago you got pulled over? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last time I got pulled over. It's probably been about that for me. I got pulled over once when I was 17 for speeding, and I knew I was speeding. And I got pulled over again for expired tags, uh, which will get you every time. Right. But I've only had one ticket. Yeah, I've only had one ticket. The last time he, he pulled me over, he came behind me. And I, I was so out of it, I didn't even notice him. Mm-hmm. So finally, when I noticed the lights, I pull over, and he goes, I was behind you, and you actually sped up. 
<laughs> Did you tell him I wasn't paying attention? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't really paying attention. No, I, as soon as I saw the lights, I smashed the accelerator off. <laughs> I just uh, couldn't get away. Well, what did you tell him that was acceptable? I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, <laughs> what was I supposed to do? The problem was I was in a construction zone, too, and I was going 75 and a 45, Ooh. I think. Ooh. So I had to go to the traffic, traffic school. Yeah. They'll arrest you for that stuff. Yeah. They will. Yeah. They don't mess around. Well, now you can do the online courses, though. Yeah, that's true. Which is a lot better, because I had to, to sit in some cramped. Yeah. So did you have to sit at a desk? No, it was just like all these benches, and we were all crushed together. Really? That's for a traffic four hours, I think. Like? Huh. So. That doesn't sound like any fun. No, I'm glad you survived it, no. but you're okay. Well, what else did you guys do? Did you uh, go see The Hangover? We did see The Hangover. Did she like it? She did. She enjoyed it as much as I did. It was fun. And we saw it, uh, actually, the, the group that we saw it with this time, I liked a lot better than the group that it, we saw it with when you and I were together, because mm-hmm. they were much more... Into the movie and exactly, like, and not into like rapping with Kanye entertaining West themselves. Yeah, exactly, yeah. making jokes. Cause Where'd they're, you they're see funny. it? Greenhouse. Is that where we saw it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I read in the Esquire magazine. Christopher Walken said the best time to go to. Well, when did you guys? You probably went at night, though. We went you? Friday afternoon. Yeah. See, he says the best time to go to a movie is during the day. I agree. And during I a weekday, I agree. A weekday. I even, but still, I think during the day, like. Usually when I go, I go the first show. On a, if on it's Saturday. on a weekend, it's a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, because you and I go together a lot right. during that time. And the, the crowd always, or the audience always seems a little bit more, they're subdued, but they're still into the movie. If it's a comedy, they're laughing, right. whatever. But it seems as like as the day goes on, people get ruder. And well, and you get, I think, I hate to say this, but you get younger people at night. Because I think that's when teenagers and, you know, Right. Yeah, people. Adults, college kids. That's usually what irritates me more than anything. Yeah, they, yeah, because they're getting in little clusters, mm-hmm. and and then you got guys on dates, and I don't know if he thinks he's impressing his woman by yeah. rapping with the the movie. I right. hate that when people sing or rap. Right. That's why I I don't see musicals in movie theaters because people tend to sing with them. I went to see West Side Story with my girlfriend at really? uh, Tennessee Performing Arts Center. Oh, and that's like a live show, though. That's not like yeah, a movie. But, I mean, you were talking about singing. She was singing every song that they sang. Yeah, I would have moved or kicked her. <laughs> it's very annoying. But I agree with you. People sing in movies. Don't do that. Because, honestly, like, I don't go to hear other people sing. Like, if I, especially if I'm going to a lot, I'm surprised that the people around you didn't say something to her. Because that's very frowned upon by, like, theater geeks and... People who used to be in musicals, you do not sing at a musical, a, a live music performance. Right. Terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> and that's why we are no longer together. <laughs> really? It was all due to that. Because <laughs> she sang it. She was perfect in every other way. Exactly. You were like, and I had the engagement ring in my pocket. I was going to engage, uh, ask her. <laughs> I was going to propose that night, actually. And then after that whole performance, I was like, you no, said, it's not going to happen. You're no Maria, my friend. <laughs> no. You're no Rita Moreno. That's right. Rita Moreno. Very good. I love her. And she they, was the uh, first like actress I idolized. Really? Yes, because she danced and she sang. And that's what I wanted to do. Wasn't uh, Sal Minio, isn't mm-hmm. he in that? Yes. <laughs> anyway, enough of me showing how dorky I was in junior high. Maria, Maria, Maria. 
What else? What else is going on? Let's um, talk about our movies. You want to talk about movies? Sure. Um, yeah, so we saw two movies this week. We did. Uh, actually, well, yeah. Well, today's Sunday. I hate when you make that face to me. My eye has been bothering me all this right. whole time. Do I make that face to you all the time? I go like this? Well, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, uh, get over. No, I don't. Seriously, my eye is itching me. All anyway. Right. So, um, during the week we saw Imagine That. Yes. With Eddie Murphy. Imagine That. Imagine, Imagine That. Imagine That? Well, it used to be called Never... It had another name. Oh, and really? They, yeah. Um, I did not know this. Nowhere Land. The original title was Nowhere Land. Why'd they change it? I don't know, but... Imagine that's kind of... It's more appropriate for what it was. Vanilla. Yeah. Nowhere Land. Well, Nowhere Land sounds kind of like it's not... Not good. Like, the movie wasn't good. Like, they weren't going anywhere. Right. Um, but anyway, this is a Eddie Murphy's new film. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing a lot of family-friendly fare for the last couple of years. Which I think he's gotten a lot of flack for that, too, right? Yes, he has, because they've, they're not that... Most of them haven't been that good. Successful. Well, they haven't, they're, they're not that successful because they aren't that good. Except for the Shrek <laughs> films, which are very successful. But uh, Eddie Murphy stars as a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, single father. Single father. Divorced single father. Divorced. Uh, has a daughter. Who, by the way, was very cute. She's very cute she's and she's a very... Beautiful little yeah, girl. She's a very good little actress, too. Mm-hmm. Um, because she wasn't too... Her performance wasn't too, like, sugary, sugary. and so... I liked her better than Eddie Murphy in the movie, actually. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, basically the movie, it's kind of a cliche thing where the father doesn't really seem to pay that much attention to his daughter. He's more involved with his work than he is with his, his family, his kid. And it kind of, the daughter has a, a very active imagination. Mm-hmm. And she has a blanket. I can't remember what she called the blanket. It was the Guga. And the Kuga or something. Right. But it allowed her to see kind of... Into this imaginary world. Right. But it also gave a, a kind of a future... Allowed her to prognosticate. Right. So prognosticate. She had these friends who... These imaginary friends. Right. Who were able to give her inside information on the companies that her father dealt with in his investment banking. Right. So he became very successful with his clients, and that's right. kind of where the story takes And this out. kind of drew him and his daughter together. Um, that's basically it. Thomas Hayden Church is kind of his rival <laughs> in the uh, in the movie. That guy's always funny. Yeah. You when he's being stupid. He's got a very... Distinctive face. Yeah, it's like, you could see that on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, you're right. It's very carvable. Yeah. There's a lightning bug. There was a lightning bug in my room last night. Really? And it scared the SHIT out of me. <laughs> the way you said that almost sounded like if I had to edit it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but the, so we saw this movie, and um, I was... I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I was... The thing is, you, when you go to a movie like this, when we, we judge a movie like this, we right. can't... We have to judge it based on what it, I think... It you can't compare be. it to, like... The Godfather or right. Shawshank Redemption or something like that. Right. But go to it as 
It's a, a, family, a family film, fairly brain, you know, not you don't have to, like, think a lot about what's going on. It's just good family fare. Right. And I did walk out of the film with a smile on my face. I did, too. I didn't so think it was terrible. It wasn't terrible. And But the thing is, the, the frustrating thing is, is that it allows you to see how talented Eddie Murphy is. Mm-hmm. And even this, he, he even seemed reined in by this film. Yeah. It's like you want him to just break loose and just have an entire movie where he can be Eddie Murphy. Right. Which I think if he keeps doing kids films, he's never going to be able to be Eddie Murphy. Right. Right? I mean, with that, isn't that kind of like the, that's what I've been reading is that he ha- he's limited, first of all, by PG ratings on these movies. Right. So he can't really be like the Eddie Murphy we remember. Yeah, I think the next movie he has coming out is a kids movie. But he's actually, there's a, I don't know if it's settled yet, but he's supposed to be doing a bank, like bank robbery movie with Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I actually just read an article about that. Um, there was that one and there was another one that he was supposed to be in. There's, well, he's supposed to do Beverly Hills Cop 4. Right, there's one other one. And but he had like backed out. Of oh, he was supposed to do the Richard Pryor movie. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. Why did it? What happened with that? He had like a disagreement with yeah, the producer, creator. creator. Yeah, yeah. That's and too was, bad because that would have been. Yeah, Richard Pryor was a huge influence on him, and that would have been nice to see him. Maybe they'll work it out. Yeah, Probably. I mean, he's getting to the age now where, I, I mean, if this is about the life of Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. he's got to get on the bar because he's. Mid to late forties, I think. Right. How old was Richard, Richard Pryor when he died? He's probably in his sixties. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So, but unfortunately, we already saw the rating on IMDb, mm-hmm. which is four point four. Uh, I actually gave it a lot higher than that. I gave it get? a seven. Okay, I gave it a six point five. Um. So, I thought it was there were plenty of points during the, the film where I, I was laughing. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. I mean, Eddie he was Murphy. funny. I thought he was. I was pleasantly surprised at how funny he was. Right. And I think this when they give him kind of a, a chance to improv and mm-hmm. do Eddie Murphy, then that's when it's. And he did. I, I yeah. thought he did. It felt like it. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was rehearsed and forced. Right. So. And it's uh, cute if you have like nieces or nephews or grandchildren or kids, take them to see it because it's very cute and it's heartwarming and it has a good message. Right, and it's bombing right now. So it yeah. made five point five million last week, which didn't even it's make disappointing. Yeah, but it's funny for adults and kids. I thought I enjoyed it. I did too. And I don't usually enjoy like kid humor, so I mean, I thought it was cute. And that little girl, so, so adorable. adorable. Yeah, so, uh, adorable. So recommend mm-hmm. by both of us, as usual. But <laughs> I, I would say, if you want to, you can wait till it comes out. On this isn't a must see at the no, theater. No, no, no. Yeah. It's probably not even at the theater anymore. Mm. No, it just came out last week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the other movie we saw, we saw this afternoon, and it's The Proposal yes. with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And a nice supporting cast. Mary, Mary Steenburgen, Steenburgen, Craig T. Nelson. Betty White. Betty White. I love. Um, that's all I can think the of. The guy from the John Stewart show. What's his name? He was, a, well, I don't know her rival kind of at the uh, workplace. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He plays Sandra Bullock's sort of counterpart at the company where she works in the movie. Right. right. And um, Melinda Ackerman is in that, too. She was in The Watchmen. 
Was you that know that? The, that was the same person. I recognize her face. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I didn't know. I couldn't connect. She was also in that movie with Ben Stiller where he gets married and then he oh. finds out she's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The Heart... I can't Heartbreak remember. Kid? Is that what it's called? No, that's another movie. That's like an old movie that's really good. Heartbreak something. Anyway, it was very good, but I was surprised at how different she looked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, actually. I was very surprised. <laughs> so I thought the proposal was fantastic and hilarious. It's a very good romantic film. It is, and it makes you laugh, and it makes you cry, and it makes you think, and it makes you want to eat popcorn very loudly rustle, when you rustle your popcorn out of your bag. Right. What are you looking for? I'm looking There's for... There's a movie... Oh, jeez. Uh, the Heartbreak Kid, you're right. I was right. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I was. it was nice to see uh, Sandra Bullock back into the territory that I feel she should, where she should be. Where, did, where was she before that you didn't like her? Well, she was doing some, she actually did, she played uh, Harper Lee in the less lesser known film that was about Truman Capote. Not, oh really? Yeah, and she actually did. I thought just as well as Catherine Keener did in Capote. Really? Yeah. So I was actually surprised by that. I, I almost prefer her performance to Catherine, Keener, Catherine and I love Keener. Catherine Keener. I like Catherine Keener too. Um, but I don't know. I, well, she hasn't been around that long, mm-hmm. that much lately. Anyway, she's been being married and being happy. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. So maybe I'm just saying it's nice to have her back. I think but it is. But in, in a romantic comedy where I think she's. She's good in romantic comedies, yeah. And she's great. I love Sandra Bullock because she's like a girl's girl. Right. Like, she's not... Glam... No, she's not not super glamorous, like, outside of some movies. Usually she plays, like, a very disheveled, like, kind of klutzy characters. And I love love her for that. She's very much, like, down to earth. And even in this movie, she kind of... Yeah. She portrays herself as one type. Like, with most women or people, when you work with them, you see one... Person, person in the workplace and you don't know you make judgments based on that exactly um but then they're completely different people away from work and once you if you get a chance to know them you may actually like them and that's kind of how this movie worked and that's why i liked her because she i related to her as a professional because you could tell at work she had to be one thing right and sort of had seeped into her personal life but she's sort of like a ball buster like whole what's that what's that phrase no holds barred um at work but she ends up being kind of softer right and you kind of learn along the way why she is the The way way that she is is, so yes so you like her and ryan reynolds of course is adorable and hilarious but basically it's about how um sandra bog plays a she plays an editor right She's she's the boss of all editors. I don't really know what her title is. But she's higher up at a publishing company. And she she has some sort of visa issue with her uh, residency status in the U.S. and is threatened to be deported to Canada, which is where her character was from. Mm -hmm. And so she coerces her miserable assistant, Ryan Reynolds, into uh, marrying her. And so the rest of the story is about how they go to visit his family in Alaska and, like, the tomfoolery and ballyhoo that ensues. <laughs> and so it was very, I thought it was funny. It was funny. A little slapstick, which I liked. Yeah, which she's good at. She is good at that. So, yes, yeah, very nice, entertaining summer film. Number one at the box office, it turns out. That's right. 
finally knocking the hangover off. Um, so, what? I give it an 8.4. I give it a 7.5. And? And? 7.2. Oh, good job. Yep. You win. So those are the movies that we saw this week. Yes, next they were. next up I think we're gonna see year one. Yeah, let's see that. That looks very good and funny. Actually a couple of, oh, and you wanted to talk about the some of the previews? Yes, there were some good previews. Um there's another movie with Sandra Bullock and Bradley Cooper coming out. And I'm starting to develop a little crush for Bradley Cooper. I used to not like him because he always plays a jerk in right. like every movie, but he's so adorable. And he has lovely blue eyes. But um it looks like a very cute movie, and Sandra Bullock, of course, plays like this crazy, off-kilter single woman, and she meets Bradley Cooper, and he doesn't really like her, but she kind of follows him around and looks like, wins him over, maybe. Yeah. But it looks very, very cute. All About Steve. Yes, All About Steve. Comes out in, when does that come out? It comes out in 2009. <laughs> Could you so it comes out in the next, September. oh, December. Oh, September. See, we've talked about this. That's what irritates me about previews. Don't tease me for that long. I don't want to wait four months. That's, that's not I guess four it months. is almost it's, July. Yeah. You know what's bad is the Toy Story 3 preview we saw. Because that's 2010. Yeah. Thank you. Like a year from now. And it was like we were there June 17th, and it came out like June 18th, 2010. Right. Thanks for your advance warning. Like I've got enough things on my mind in the next 12 months. Right. Yeah. And the other movie I'm very, very excited about is Julie and Julia with Amy Adams and Meryl Streep, who I love, both of them, two little tiny pieces, but it's great. And I actually read this Nora Ephron book, um, I Feel Bad About My Neck, I read it a few months ago, Mm -hmm. in which she talks about when she was growing up, like in her 20s and stuff, how she loved Julia Child and she tried making all of the recipes from Julia Child's uh, famous cookbook, I don't know the title of it, Mm -hmm. but... um, this movie is basically about, and it's based on two true stories. I don't know if it's Nora Ephron's story. I think it might have been one of her friends that really actually did this. But basically, um, it talks about Julia Child and sort of her rise to fame. And then it also talks about this sort of modern-day woman, Julie. I don't remember, know her last name. But she um, decides to attempt to cook all of the recipes in Julia Child's cookbook and blogs about it. Right. And so it looks really good. And I adore Amy Adams. She's, like, perfect in every role I've ever seen her in. So, yeah. And Meryl Streep, of course, she can. And the one thing I noticed is that Amy Adams' love interest in the movie is played by the guy who played Ted, for those of you who watch Six Feet Under. He played Ted, who was Claire's love interest at the last season of that show and I adored him and I had no idea where he went because I haven't seen him in anything else right. he's very very cute and very very smart so I was excited to see that he's going to be in kind of a big movie coming up so that's my I'm li- really looking forward to the summer slash fall does that come out this summer? I think it comes out in September or October okay so look forward to that and I'm and sure there's one that you saw that you really want to see uh not today no? I thought the Leonardo DiCaprio one is Oh, yeah, one? well, yeah, Martin Scorsese, of course. And I, I'm a big DiCaprio fan. I know a lot of people hate him. No, I like DiCaprio. I like his acting. When I right. hear him in person, I'm annoyed by him. But, yeah, yeah, but I think he's a, a great actor. And obviously, he's got to be a great actor. If Martin Scorsese puts him in 
he's probably been in three or four of his last couple of movies, mm-hmm. and he's now in this one. And I know they're talking about doing the um, uh, Theodore Roosevelt film. That's right. I read about that recently. So, yeah, that's it looks different. It looks... Yeah, it doesn't look like something Scorsese, Scorsese would do. It's like so. almost like a horror movie. Shutter Island. Yes. Yep. And it's got Mark Ruffalo in it. Who we love. Yeah. So, yeah. But and Michelle Williams. Yep. Yep. Um, no, but the... Oh, um, oh what is that? Oh, I saw uh, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3 Oh, you did? Yesterday. How was it? it? It wasn't bad. Good. It wasn't great, but Travolta actually... He was like the mean, surly Travolta, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah, you like that better than regular Travolta. Yeah. And uh, Denzel Washington was the kind of laid back. Yeah, but he can do no wrong as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, they were both. And John Turturro, who I'm a huge fan yeah. of, he's yeah. in it. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a good summer popcorn movie. It's good. Um, but the movie that I do want to see, that I the one that I'm looking forward to this summer mm-hmm. is Inglorious Bastards, the yes. Quentin Tarantino movie. And we'll be reviewing that, right? Of course. On Vagabond Exchange? Yep. Good. So, this can't is wait. Good. This is a good summer for movies. I'm excited. That's right. There was another movie with uh, John Travolta that previewed today. Oh, with, with uh, else, Robin that, Williams. Yes, that looked kind of funny too. That me. did. Looks. And how much does Robin Williams remind me of my dad? <laughs> <laughs> Like, sort of the fuddy-duddy, like, he was walking around at one point in the movie, and I was like, that is my father. Really? I do not like it, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so, summer movies, check them out. Um, Email us, vagabondexchange at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Anything, any subject matter, nothing's off topic. We might even read your emails here, if you're... If you uh, can form a sentence. <laughs> We're really not picky at this point. <laughs> right? I don't know why you think, like, just the most uneducated people will be listening to this show. Well, first of all, I am not going to be an education snob. Like, if you, you know, it doesn't really matter. If you're enjoying the podcast, e- if you know how to email, email us. I just want to hear from people at this point. Yeah. Maybe eventually we can. You could send an email and not even write anything. <laughs> Just send a blank email. <laughs> we'll get over the fact that there's no... Yeah, send an email. We'll just say we got an email. Yeah, we got an email. A little too long for us to read. But, From uh, somebody. Yep. Shout out. And if you, you um, want to tell us about stuff we should do or see, you should do that. Should yep. we tell people where we're going so they can tell give us suggestions for places we should go? Sure. We're going to be in uh, Michigan in a couple weeks. Um, northern Michigan on Lake Huron, um, in the Oscoda Alpina area, and we're going to be in, in Detroit for a few days as well. So, tell us what we should do yep. if you live in those areas, because we'll be there. We're going to a ball game. Tigers game. Tigers. That's right. Yep. So. So, any other suggestions that are uh, relatively safe mm-hmm. in the Detroit area? Yes. We that narrows it down a bit, I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were only going to say nice things about Michigan. That's not... Well, if it's a fact, okay. that's not really... All right. All right. So thank you for listening. Thank you. And come back next time. That's right. And we'll see mm-hmm. you next week. And we're... This 
it's only been like a week. It has only been a week. Since the last show, so we're doing a lot better. Yes. So we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Before leaving, make sure you have all of your personal belongings. Use caution when opening the overhead bins, as items may have shifted during the flight. We thank you for flying with us today. We truly appreciate your business and look forward to serving you on a future flight.